or you just kill him, right? <laughs> oh my god! Cold blooded murder should have been one of the alternate endings. I well, think. you know what? That would have just added to the list of illegal things that Jack was already doing. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're gonna drug the guy and lock him in a closet, <laughs> that's two major felonies. You might as well just kill him. <laughs> Welcome to the Rom-Com Rewind Podcast. I'm Sarah. And my name is Devin. And I love rewatching movies over and over again. And I love romantic comedies. Please don't judge me. So this is a show where we rewatch rom-coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide, does it still hold up? Today we have... Love, love wedding, wedding repeat. repeat. And by the way, uh, you should be following us on Instagram if you are not already, at Rom-Com Rewind. As well, if you're listening to this on Spotify, please give us a follow so that you're updated on new episodes. So this is a 2020 Netflix release. The large majority of our rewatches will be classics, I promise. But this is one of the few shiny new things we've had lately. I don't know when you're listening to this, but we're recording it during COVID-19. So it's nice to have a new movie. So we're doing Love Wedding Repeat. It's directed by Dean Craig. It's actually his directing debut. He's done a lot of filmography in the past. And writing, in fact, as I was watching Love, Wedding, Repeat, I said to you, Sarah, I'm like, this reminds me a lot of Death at a Funeral, like the British version. He was a writer on that movie. It came out back in 2007. So if you like that, it's this kind of vibe as a romantic comedy instead of a funeral <laughs> for the setting <laughs> change change of scenery yeah a little change of scenery you know what though you say that and um a lot of stuff when i was researching this movie and, and kind of digging beneath the surface um that came up a lot saying that it was very similar to it so that doesn't surprise me 100 percent. so we have jack played by sam claffin his sister Haley is living in rome uh he goes to visit her while there, he meets her friend, who's visiting from the States, Dina. Dina is played by Olivia Munn, and that's our love interest. Jack is smitten with Dina. They've only been hanging out for literally a weekend vacation, I think. But Jack wants to kiss her so badly. Due to bad timing, the kiss never happens. He leaves Rome. Three years go by. Jack is at his sister Haley's wedding, also in Rome. Dina is there as well. So Jack is like, yo, it's time to rekindle some shit. But er, there's a little problem. This uh, super creepy coke, coked out dude, Mark, arrives. Oh, yes. Mark Fisher, I think. Yeah. And he's a little bit deranged. He's convinced that Haley is in love with him. And he wants to quietly ruin the wedding. So Haley believes in this moment the best course of action is to not kick Mark out of the wedding, but to ask her dear brother, Jack, who's trying to sleep with Dina, Ask Jack to put sleeping drugs in Mark's drink, and therein lies the problem and the premise. Jack pours the drugs into the drink before everyone enters the reception hall. At some point between the drugging and the reception, a bunch of shitty kids run in and change all the name tags on the table, and it's one of those multiple timeline scenarios because based on where they put the name tags and who at the table gets drugged, changes the story yeah like don't invite your kids to your wedding because that should be the underlying rule of this yeah, movie because if you're gonna spike or drug somebody's drink because you know don't do it because the kids will clearly go in and change all the name tags around and it'll be russian roulette to see who's gonna get the drugs <laughs> i don't know right, if that's a positive exactly. or a negative it's horrible yeah all right first thoughts so i actually liked this movie um more than i thought i would uh, I mean, I've for sure seen better movies, but I don't hate it, and I'd probably watch it again. I think we probably read a lot of the same things, and the mm -hmm. general consensus was, this is a horrible movie. 
I disagree. I think, like, with rom-coms, you need to give a little bit of wiggle room of, like, eh, I can let some plot holes slide because it's a rom-com. Well, it is and they what it always is. have plot holes. They never fill, like, they never finish some of the stories. Yeah, like, some of the articles about this movie are very critical of, like, they don't, like, what's the guy and, like, this other person? They don't even address it. It's like, yeah, it's a, but it's a fucking rom-com. It's okay? a rom-com. Like, give it a break. Historically, half of the things never get finished. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, if you're okay with that, like, really, this feels more like a, a zany British comedy to me. Totally. I did feel it kind of peaked in the middle. Yes, it did. Where the chaos was ensuing and, like, everything was literally going tits up yeah like <laughs> like one of my best scenes my, my best scene when brian is doing the speech oh i was God. dying laughing and then i did think it was an interesting touch that exactly 60 minutes into the movie mm-hmm. is when the premise of multiple different timelines gets brought up i don't know if they did that on purpose or not but i, I do feel like it peaked then and it was kind of like a slow roll down afterwards I would agree. I was annoyed that I didn't get to see what happens in all the other timelines. Yes, I agree. I really, really wanted to see everything. I guess to explain it, the person who drank the drugged drink was different every single time. Right. And and the movie it was kind of like a wedding day movie groundhog style, although they only showed two repeats and the other do overs were done extremely fast forward and um, really, really quick. So you only got glimpses of what was right. happening in between. And you could see some things kind of happen differently and you kind of wish you would have been able to see the whole storyline unfold yeah. multiple times instead of just two. So basically it's like there are eight people at a table. One of them is going to get a sleeping drug and based on who gets it, it completely changes the story. And I find different timeline uh, stories like that. Very, very interesting, but it's like when, when you go through the the first timeline and they show you what could happen and then they're like, but uh, there's eight different possibilities and then they just ram through six of them yeah. and some of them look so bizarre. In one of them, our main guy Jack is making it with Rebecca, who we know was trying to sleep with Brian and I'm just like how, like, how did all this happen? And they don't really explain it. They're just like, well, these are all the other things that could happen or there's one scenario where it works out and here it is. And then they could it could work out right, and then they just do that scenario. So we only really see two of them. Yeah, it was it was definitely lacking. Like that was a part they could have even even just one more quick scenario, you know, of a ten minute or or twenty minute kind of thing. But I mean, I guess that would have made the movie really long. Another you know overall thought of the movie. So the entire movie was about a brother helping his sister cover up the fact that she cheated on her soon to be husband. <laughs> yeah. And it's... and then everything went crazy. That was like the main It's kind of horrible. It is. Totally. Like she, spoiler alert, she fucked a dude 3 weeks before her wedding and they just gloss over it like, "Yeah, I banged him." And he's like, "You banged him?" And she's like, "Yeah, but you need to drug him still." So that he doesn't ruin yeah. the wedding because that w- that's his ultimate goal of crashing the wedding is to profess his love to her. In front of everyone and break up the marriage because he believes in his coked out mind right. that they belong together. <laughs> with, with that said, so so I, I find your wording interesting because you say his objective was to profess his love. And I think that was his objective. Oh, yeah. That's but remember true. when he actually accomplishes it, all he goes up, he's like... We shagged. <laughs> He's like, Haley and I, we shagged. And that was it. Like, that's an interesting way of professing your love, dude. <laughs> like, or like telling the truth, I guess, in the hopes that she really does love him. And yeah. and she'll come running to him 
in any classic rom-com. Because that, that's what happens at a wedding, right? When somebody gets up on stage and is like, hey, I banged the bride once. Yeah. The automatic reaction is, well, clearly they should be together, right? Like, <laughs> um, So I don't know what you think about this, but Olivia Munn has a very small part. I have so much to say about Olivia so, Munn in this movie. I mean, when I was watching the trailers for this movie, I figured she had a bigger part. It was not what I expected. I mean, she is in the movie, um, but not as not as much. No. Mm. I really think that they had this this great idea. They had this British cast and a British director and somebody was like, "Hold on. Are Americans going to watch this?" And then they're like, "Okay, what what's a an American lady we can just throw on the cover and pretend like she's the star of it so that people will click on this shit." Like literally, I would not <laughs> be surprised if that was the idea because you're right right. she's in for like 20 minutes of this movie yeah like like scattered throughout but and is always kind of there as as the girl that jack is trying to get to but never actually gets to yeah (laughs) i also think you should be prepared watching this movie for an absurd obscene amount of olivia munn blinking and staring oh yeah you you noticed that i didn't in the i noticed movie. that in the first minute like in the <laughs> first scene i'm like why so are we weird it, it was weird because they would have like people out of the frame would be talking to her and instead of shooting those people <laughs> the shot was of her staring and blinking i don't know if they really wanted to sell like look at how beautiful she is look at wow look at the face but like, or or maybe they had to reshoot some stuff, and Olivia Munn's like, actually, I'm not available. So some production guy's like, well, we got a, lo- a lot of B-roll of her just blinking, and the director's like, put it in, put it all in. We'll just we'll do a voiceover. He's talking, she's blinking. It's great. <laughs> like you could be right. I mean, I would not be surprised. You're selling it. Why was she just staring all the time? It was weird. Question for you. Yeah. Don't answer right away, but. Who are the main characters in this movie? So I had a very hard time understanding and connecting with the main character, Jack. Because to be honest, I forgot his name until you (laughs) told me it at the very beginning. Um, I found the movie to be very fast. So it was hard. It was sometimes hard to tell what was going on. Um, And like I said, I didn't actually remember any of their names. (laughs) So the only ones I actually remember... Um, is his ex-girlfriend, Amanda, and her current boyfriend, Chaz. Oh, Chaz! I will talk about them later on. They are not the main characters at all. (laughs) No, so the side characters is actually who I, I guess, remembered more. And Brian, the man of honor. And then pretty much everybody else, I kind of forget their names. I actually also didn't know that the bride's name was Haley. So do you remember any of their names? Yes, I do. Okay. The thing with Chaz's character... Chaz, oh my God. ...is that he talks about his penis incessantly... What does that say about you that you're like, Chaz is my guy? No, because they were absurd. So like, okay, <laughs> let me break it down. You're not, okay. Amanda was there to see if she could get back with her ex, Jack. But in the movie, doesn't really make any crazy moves to do that because he is too busy dealing with the guy who's coked out at the wedding and crashed it to be with the bride. Mark. Then there's Chaz, like you said, who is obsessed with his and everybody else's penis uh-huh. in the joint. So... I think it says a lot about you and your character. No. <laughs> that you're like, I like the penis guy. Oh, my He's God. <laughs> no, he was just absurd. He tried to pull down his pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. And see, that's the thing about the multiple <laughs> timelines. I wonder if there's a timeline where they did like end up comparing penises. And they're like, look. Oh, there could have been. Bad. You're right. Yeah. I found the side characters stole the show. Like, to be honest, I don't think the main characters 
did anything worth noting, whereas the side characters did, made made the entire movie. So Jack is the main character, yes. but I would agree there were a few moments where I'm like, you got to fucking nut up or shut up. Jack, like, you got to go for it. Like, oh, there was the yeah. one scene oh at the God. bar where Sydney was rambling about his coworkers and Jack and Dina are just sitting there, obviously wanting to talk to each other, allowing this guy to ramble on. Like, if I'm at the bar and somebody's cock-blocking, I would yeah. grab him and be like, dude, you got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you got to go. Why doesn't he realize it, though? Yeah, well, you know? some guys, yeah. Oh. We all have a friend like Sydney. Every guy's got a friend like Sydney. And you just got to grab him by the face and be like, Sydney, you got to leave. I'm trying to bang that woman right there. That woman right there. She's mine. I saw her first three years ago. You get out of here. I got dibs. But yeah, Jack, main character, didn't really have the gusto all the time. No, totally. He was a pussy. You know, I just found it a bit weird that the only way Olivia Munn's character and Jack were going to end up together was because they sat beside each other. That was the only way. Yeah, like you couldn't talk across the table. Right? Or God forbid, like... Maybe the name tags are in the wrong. You're the brother of the bride. Totally. Be like, you know what, guys? I think there was a mistake. I'm supposed to be over there. Yeah. You're the brother of the bride. You can Make do it. Make it happen. Make it happen. Um, so that's, Get it a, in. that's actually one of my points. Yeah. Are Jack and Dina really actually supposed to end up together? Oh. Because there are eight possible endings to this movie, and in only one do they actually get together. All right. the other ones, they seemingly, like, something happens. Is that because Jack's too much of a pussy to do it? Yes! I think so. <laughs> I think, well, we don't know enough about the other timelines, but yeah, True. I think so. So I want to talk about Sydney. So he is um, one of the side characters. He shows up in a kilt. And side note, he is not even Scottish. <laughs> and he has nothing underneath that kilt. And throughout the entire movie, he is readjusting yeah he's um he's a little bit crap which doesn't really make sense a kilt you'd think you were very free but he has a lot of problems with his picage yes wrapped around and and yeah. tangled and i mean i guess in the roman heat it's very hot and sticky it's i'm graphically creating a picture in my head and it's gross wow Ooh. first Chaz and gross. then sydney oh there's my a lot of God. sex appeal in this movie so he is Sarah. also he's also super boring in oh. the most comical way oh and the, he he is definitely one of my favorite parts of the movie he drives me crazy but he is hilarious when he is talking to olivia munn and she is talking about the story when she's getting when she was kidnapped by the taliban <laughs> in afghanistan i shouldn't have laughed at that it's not a laughing no, matter no it's just, it was just very random i found but he interrupts her and says oh what were you wearing <laughs> I, I literally could not hold my laughter. I loved him. Like, I was dying. I was like, oh my God, this guy's serious. <laughs> I love how he also did not um, fully explain why he's wearing a kilt. Like no, we see didn't. him, right. they're like, oh, nice kilt. And he's like, yeah, I'm not even Scottish. And that was the end of it. And that, that was the end of the conversation. Like, so why are you wearing the kilt though? Nobody really. I still don't know why he was wearing that kilt. We don't know. We'll never know. No. Maybe in one of the timelines we find out, but. He was remarkably boring in the most comical way. Yeah, he reminded in the best me of like way, a though. Ricky, Ricky Gervais almost. Yeah, and, like and very dry and uncomfortable, you know? Yeah, and talking about his um, friends Tim and Jim, or was it Jim and Jeff? Or I think it was actually like Jim that? and Jeff. Jim and Jeff. Not that, it, <laughs> <laughs> not that it really matters because he doesn't <laughs> no. like them and they don't like him. <laughs> yet he true. incessantly brings it up. I feel like every friend does have somebody uh, like a Sydney in their life. Where you're like, hey man, how was work? And they're they have like the most boring job. They might like sort bottles. 
and they'll be like, yeah, you know, things were good. And they'll like ramble for 20 minutes about sorting bottles that day. And you're like, honestly, it was more just, I was trying to be nice. I don't actually <laughs> care about Jim and Jeff, dude. Can like, we why, move on? Can we move on from this? It's great you had a terrible day with Jim and Jeff while you sorted brown bottles from green bottles. I'm not saying it's a bad job. I'm just saying I don't want to hear about it for 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm wondering, what is another movie that would have been way better if one character took a sleeping drug? Because that's kind of the premise of this movie. Based on the character that gets the sleeping drug, it changes the entire outcome. So I was thinking, like, what if... What if the same scenario happens in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall and like Aldous mm. Snow oh gets drugged up with sleeping drugs? <laughs> I feel like it would be an amazing character to be drugged up like that. And isn't it similar to when they're in Get Him to the Greek? Don't they take like don't they take oh, something? Jeffrey. Yeah, and don't they take they... some Jeffrey? Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so which is funny that weird. you remember Bad that. Names following <laughs> us around this podcast. <laughs> and they're like feeling the wall. Yeah, yeah. This is... <laughs> This is what <laughs> used to look like in the seventies or something like that. Oh, my God. oh that was uh, who was that? That was that was Pete Eddy. Oh shit. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh man, that's amazing. Okay, so what if another movie where drugs were taken Sleeping drugs? Yeah, sleeping drugs. How to lose a guy in ten days. Okay. It happens to Matthew McConaughey. Oh, of course. Oh, I like that because yeah. I'm picturing his accent. Yes. Like, all right, all right. <laughs> all right. You know, just very... Just like a little bit more slow, mellow, he's already, mellow. And he's already slow and mellow, so yeah. you're really slowing it down <laughs> at that point. Imagine like, the uh, the Princess Sophia conversation. Oh my God, yes, but he wouldn't be able to drugs. keep his eyes open. Yeah. Now, what would you say? <laughs> Crawl. It's a horrible <laughs> Matthew McConaughey impression. Olivia Munn, I have such a love-hate relationship for her in this movie, because I don't think she's that great in it. But I've seen her in other movies like this, and it's almost like, I just wish you made her character different. Like, remember her character in New Girl? Yeah. She's, like, kind of spunky, a little bit out of control, but, like, but you're into it. Yeah. Like, maybe, like, a toned-down version of that would have been nicer. Yeah. She, she just seems kind of like... Well, I think giving her more lines would help. <laughs> um, I That's mean, a good point. Like, all she talked about was her mom dying, <laughs> her getting kidnapped That's by right, the Taliban... Yeah. And her taking a bunch of tequila shots throughout yeah, the entire movie. I'm like, that's a good conversation. Like, hey, how's it going? It's been so long. What's new? Oh, my mom died and I was kidnapped, and um, that's about it. That's such a good point. Maybe I just don't like Olivia Munn in this movie because she's just got the worst lines in the movie. Yeah, she definitely has the worst lines in the movie. All those side characters that I love had more they lines had great than her. Lines, yeah. They had more lines than her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I find a lot of times movies that are, you know, UK based or have a lot of UK actors and actresses in it, they do a really good job not making it only about the main characters. It's more of an ensemble most you, of the it time. It is, yeah. yeah. And I think they do a really, really good job at um, kind of giving everybody a piece of the pie, which is which is awesome. It makes it really enjoyable to watch. Right. And to be honest, that's what saved the movie, right? Because if it was I only about Olivia Munn, The Bride who is Eleanor Tomlinson, so that is who plays T Haley. <laughs> um, Here we go. <laughs> and Jack, like, it would have been really boring. Yeah. I'm At the same time, I would argue, you could at least give her one joke. Like, I don't remember yeah. one funny thing she said. Well, no, you know? it was all really, really sad. It was all really sad, yeah. Yes. Make her character, I don't know, like, not to say that being a war journalist no, that's really isn't cool. an interesting career. Super cool. How is she still so boring 
even given that info. Well, she talked to the boring kilt guy, Sydney, for a good chunk of the movie. Poor her. I felt really <laughs> bad for her. I was like, oh my God, is this ever going to end? And like, I was looking at Jack. And I was like, dude, take her away. This is yeah. like a perfect opportunity. This is the perfect opportunity. Go make out with her in a corner. Yeah, steal her away. <laughs> yeah. Are we on to quick facts? Yeah, so um, I only have one. So it was adapted from the 2012 French film Plan de Table. Plan de Table. Yeah. Plan of the table. Table yes. plan. Yeah. So that's the only quick fact. It's the only quick fact that I could find. Well, that I could get. Best scenes. Okay, so we've kind of already talked about my favorite scene oh my in this God. movie and i think it's the same one as yours yes it is i was actually crying i was laughing so hard like i was doing my really funny weird laugh and like i just couldn't <laughs> can you recreate it. the no. weird laugh right now come on you <laughs> no, gotta I can't. I what can't. is it i feel like it's like a dolphin <laughs> is it that, like that no no hmm. sound like a no maybe you're more guttural <laughs> no Sounded like a car starting, perhaps. <laughs> We're talking about car backfiring. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking, of course, about uh, the man of honor. Yes, the man of honor, <laughs> who she refuses to call the bride refuses to call him the man, the of, man honor. of honor. Yeah. So she calls him the maid of honor. The and entire he corrects time. her every time, which I appreciate. <laughs> yeah. Goes and gets a haircut right before the <laughs> wedding. I feel like we also have a friend <laughs> like that. I, I can actually vividly think my friend Alex, he's the guy who would be like two o'clock day of a wedding. I could probably go for a haircut. You know that I feel like we all have that friend who's just like, dude, it starts at three thirty. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'll be back with plenty of time. Classic. He gets there after the bride is already at the altar. I, I was talking about his speech. Totally. Me too. So obviously it's been teed up that this guy took the sleeping drugs. He was the, the one that got the chair. Oh. <sighs> And he, like, the range of facial expressions <laughs> that he's going through. Like, he's falling asleep, and then he's trying to fall asleep. He's, like, catatonic, but staring. Like, people are talking to him, and he'll just, like, be staring off into the corner. And then he'll randomly come to you. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when he's on stage, he thinks he's still in a dream. Yes. So he's looking around, and he's like, put me in your movie, Vitelli. And he's, like, looking at that director. It's like, Vitelli's in this dream. That's weird, Put me in your movie. <laughs> like, I can't stop laughing because I'm picturing it. And, and yeah, and he's like looking around at the other people at the wedding, being like, "Oh, Jack's here too." <laughs> and, and like nobody really. <laughs> and then the cake rolls in, and he's like, "Oh, and there's a cake in this dream." <laughs> like he thinks the entire thing is a dream. And then he goes and smashes the cake. Oh and yeah, starts that's eating right. it. Start... <laughs> and that's back to Jack being a pussy. Like he's right there. Oh yeah, he could go up on stage and grab him grab off the of stage. Mic. At the very least, stop him from crushing the cake. Totally. And he just doesn't. Like, I feel like he's just trying to be helpful to his sister and do everything. But there's so much going on. Like, I mean, coked out guy is just like rampaging. And then he's trying to he's trying to get with Olivia Munn's character, Dina. And that's not working out well because, you know, coked out guy. And then we got Brian up on the stage, man of honor. You know what? Not I'm gonna, doing well. I'm going to challenge Jack. <laughs> Because I, I find his character is very inconsistent. How can we go from, you don't have the balls to tell Sydney <laughs> to go sit down, but yet you will lock a coked out guy in a room in a closet? <laughs> that's a that's a class A felony. And try to drug somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how can you be like, I'm going to drug this person? How many laws are you breaking <laughs> right now? <laughs> and you won't kiss a girl. Right, and Come you won't on. kiss a girl. You won't tell your friend, can you go away so I can kiss this woman? Yeah. But you will absolutely <laughs> drug somebody at a wedding. 
Come on, Jack. What's happening? <laughs> so true. <laughs> oh, man. What are we on to? Honorable mentions. My honorable mention is Rebecca. Okay. Played by Aisling B. Yes. What, you know what? You go first because I've got a whole spiel about her. All of the side characters are my honorable oh, mentions. Oh, every... Okay, so you... <laughs> yes. So I was yes, going to like quickly talk about kind of every single one of them, but yeah. I'll, I'll take Rebecca from you then. Okay, so perfect. there's this scene where everyone's entering the venue. It's near the beginning of the movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Amanda is walking in with your boy Chaz. Yep. Um, they have an amazing relationship because he proposed. Mm-hmm. Amanda hasn't said <laughs> no yet. Like, it's pretty obvious she's going to say no. And it's pretty obvious he proposed a while ago, but she just hasn't said anything about it. I think it was a month. Yeah, it's been a month. Yeah. He's super mopey and self-conscious about his penis. Don't know why. <laughs> and they walk in and Rebecca sees them both. And here's what she says. She looks at Chaz and she's like, oh, have they booked a cabaret act? Because he's got this weird red burgundy suit. And he's like, I'm Amanda's boyfriend. And she's like, oh, and you're in the cabaret. That's amazing. I didn't know you had a new boyfriend, Amanda. I'm so glad you moved on from that last guy you were seeing. Was his name Chaz? Last time I saw her, she was like, oh, I'm dating this dickhead named Chaz. And then he says, no, I'm Chaz. And her response is, oh, my God. Have you been with two Chazes in a row? That's such a unique name. <laughs> oh, like, that whole scene <laughs> yeah. killed me. And I feel like it really set the scene for for like that quick-witted, like that's pure British comedy, right? Totally. Uh, love it. Love Rebecca. She has so many more lines like that, she but does. that one was amazing. She does. She um she kills it. Her lines in this movie and are just are just fabulous. And she has this um love for Brian. So she kind of <laughs> follows him around the entire movie. She's just like a puppy dog. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, she makes so many more jokes throughout the movie that are really great. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean i had i had rebecca down i had brian we chatted about him oh, the best so man good. speech which was absolutely hilarious amanda trying to get back with jack that just did not happen but pretty much ignored Chaz the entire movie and then there's literally a scene <laughs> where he says something about his penis and she's like go stand over there and he's like i don't know anybody at this wedding and she's like <laughs> Go on. And then he just goes there and stands with his drink and just stands there. Like, oh my God. And then she just stands there and just like is by herself, not talking to anybody. Yeah. But she just doesn't want to deal with Chaz the entire movie. She's a Or the entire bi- time. She's a badass bitch. I kind of like her, actually. Yeah, she, she was a good character. And then Sydney with the kilt. Like, can't get <sighs> over it. He's Love just Sydney. so bizarre. And I mean, you know what? Mike Fisher, the character. Mark Fisher? Mark Fisher. <laughs> coked out guy. Let's get to Everybody yeah. knows him as coked out coked guy. Coked out guy. <laughs> so coked out guy. Um, he did a really good job acting as a coked out guy the entire movie. Right? Like he gets there and he is coked out. Somebody, I, I read a thing that was like, he's basically playing Hugh Grant on coke. And I'm like, you know, he is kind of Hugh Grant on coke. And I like that. Like Hugh he's Grant's just, better looking. Really? Than Mark? Yeah. Well, then again, Hugh Grant is... He's a rom-com icon. True, true, true. You can't really... Yeah, it's, yeah, you can't touch him. It's a long road to get up there. <laughs> long way from the coked out guy. <laughs> coked out guy. You, you got a few I, more movies, I am, coked out guy. IMDb, coked out guy. Coked out guy, yeah. Mark <laughs> Nobody Fish, remembered my name. Uh, the guy on coke, yeah. <laughs> uh, are we on to the what should have been? Yeah. So, uh, boring kilt guy, Sydney. Yes. So. Oh my God! You have a what should have been for him. I do. Oh, this is interesting because. So I don't know if I don't know if you like it. He's but horrible. I just thought it was. Um, he 
does end up finding somebody in the end. Oh, right. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, Italian lady. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen him with Rebel Wilson. From what movie? Just Rebel Wilson in just general? Just Rebel Wilson in general. I just think she's a uh, spontaneous and non-boring human. And I think she would bring him out of his shell. Plus, she would probably appreciate the kilts and easy access. Easy. <laughs> so, okay, Rebel Wilson from Pitch Perfect. Oh, I was going to say, um, isn't it romantic? Nah, nah. 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 Pitch Perfect <laughs> Pitch all perfect the way. Pitch Perfect Rebel Wilson, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. All about that uh, appreciation of the kilts and some easy access. I haven't watched Pitch Perfect. Okay, well, then that's your problem. Well, I just, so now I'm really wondering about that character. Like, what? <laughs> she, she prioritizes easy access. <laughs> Yes. Okay. I would think so. Am I, like, people listening must be like, yeah! And I'm just like, what? How is that Now a that thing? I think about it, I don't know what P- Pitch Perfect is rated. Which, what, what's the it movie? rated? Oh, like, rated R? Well, it's or? not rated R. <laughs> but she likes easy access, she so I don't know. Does. She would like oh, easy access. Oh, she would. Access. Okay, you're just that Her in character. depth on the character. Yeah, I like yeah. it. My what should have been, Jack and Dina, I don't think, should have ended up together. So, Agreed. Yeah. So then I'm like, who does Olivia Munn's character, Dina, who should she end up with? Well, Vitelli was giving her the eyes. Vitelli was trying to f*** her. Which, yeah, big which, time. Okay, which is on. weird because he had a date. And we never addressed that. He <laughs> no. clearly has a wife. He's clearly trying to bang Olivia Munn. And at no point in the movie is anybody like, doesn't he have a wife? Yeah. They I never bring it up. Maybe it wasn't his wife. Maybe it was just his date because when... Uh. They leave together. Wait. What does he just leave her, leave his date at the table and get up with Olivia Munn and, and drive her to the airport? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. So I think uh, Dina's character should end up with Henry Cavill's Superman. Oh, oh, I like that. Okay. So Sam Claffin and Henry Cavill, I think they both look extremely similar. They're both secretly oh, yeah. British, although Superman is obviously not British. Right. He's from Krypton. Um,. <laughs> Lois Lane has been saved in the mm, past in mm-hmm. war-torn countries by Superman. I mean, there's a world in which maybe Dina doesn't end up with Jack because Superman saves her in Afghanistan from I like kidnapping. It. I like it. The other what should have been, and it's the real what should have been, is all the different ways you could go about dealing with Mark and not drugging the guy <laughs> it's so true you're so right there were so many other ways just kick him out tell your husband that you don't want him here yeah. that you're not friends yeah and then just don't say oh we'll make a plate for you he's like you can visibly see this guy's deranged he's obviously on something if you tell your husband this guy's crazy yeah. he's been stalking me i just haven't told you about it one look at the guy and you're like oh that dude's a stalker <laughs> for sure <laughs> I mean, so I wrote down, number one, easiest thing, you call the cops. Yeah. He's trespassing. Quietly get him out of here. Number two, Jack could have quietly told a few people at the table, hey, this guy Mark is here. We don't know what to do with him, but he's going to be a problem. So just keep some eyes on him kind of thing. If you see him, if you can see him going up to the stage and grabbing the mic, stop it. Yeah. Unplug the mic. <laughs> do something. Grab the mic. Grab yeah, him. Grab, grab the him. Mic. Or you just kill him. Right. Oh my God. Cold blooded murder should have been one of the alternate endings. I well, think. Well, you know what? That would have just added to the list of illegal things that Jack was already doing. And that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> if you're going to drug the guy and lock him in a closet, that's two major felonies. You might as well just kill him. <laughs> and like, I was thinking about. So, so my sister got married a few years ago, and I ran through the scenario for me. Like, if I was at my sister's wedding and she came up to me like, "Hey, Dev, there's a guy over there 
he's kind of on coke, and he's probably <laughs> going to tell my future husband that I slept with him. Like, so there are eight different possibilities for this movie. There is definitely a one in eight chance I end up murdering that guy. That would have been very dramatic. Like, it, it's probably and very like, illegal. It's probably like an 80 20. Like, I don't <laughs> want 80%, I don't want to kill him, but 20%, it's just easier. It's probably more fiscally responsible. I'm just going to, you know, instead of wasting drug money, <laughs> what are we on to now? Oh, we can do Thirst Factor. Okay. I just want to talk about Olivia Munn's Thirst Factor. Because I think, despite the fact that she's a remarkably boring character um she has like no lines we're mostly just watching her stare and blink at people a lot of the time (laughs) i still think her thirst factor is pretty high yeah i guess you're right like she's a pretty good pick once again i'm gonna go back to the new girl thing where like she was like a nine out of ten in new girl that that kind of character this olivia munn i'm gonna give her like a 7.5 to an 8 like i definitely get the appeal yeah i think she could have been better like you, you got Olivia Munn as an actress. Ah, just do a little, do a little something more with her character. Give you know? her some more lines. You give know? her some more, a couple more lines, just a few. You don't have anything for Jack? I'd give him a seven. Only a seven. Okay, let's think about this. So, did he accomplish anything that he actually set out to do? Only in one of the scenarios. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but he. Even in that scenario, the wrong person exactly. got drugged. Exactly. Right. The wrong person got drugged. He couldn't oh, stop. Oh, he got drugged. Yes. That's the ultimate failure. Definitely. The wrong person got drugged. That's what I mean. And really, he couldn't accomplish a lot. So, yeah, I give him a 7. Okay, fine. 7.5. How is... You know what? You bring up a great point, and I'm circling back to the Dina and Jack should not be together. Yeah. Because the only time this works out is when he's the one who's drugged. Oh, that's true. That's not a good foundation for a (laughs) long-lasting relationship, I feel. (laughs) When I first kissed you, I was drugged. Right. I was drugged up when I first kissed you. Yeah. Rewatchability. What do you got? I gave it a six. Because honestly, like I really liked the side character. So I would actually watch it again. Because even you just talking about the maid of honor. Man of the honor. man of honor speech. <laughs> I was I was laughing my head off. Like it was great. There were bits in there were bits in this movie that were fabulous. So um I yeah, I give it a six. I so I would say the rewatchability, yeah, low, like a five, but I would say that it has inspired me. I kind of want to watch some more British comedies like that. Like, I actually mm. really want to watch Death at a Funeral again. Yeah, me too. Because it's the same style of comedy. Um, yeah, I, I like that kind of vibe. I actually have one more thing I want to mention before we move on. Where does Sam Claffin, wh- where does he go after this? Because I feel like he has the opportunity to be the next great British heartthrob rom-com guy. Because he did that movie with Amelia Clark. Oh, yeah. He's done this one now. I think he'd do another rom-com. I feel like we haven't had a rom-com British guy in a while. Yeah, that's true. Like Hugh Grant, sure. Yep. Jude Law. Jude Law. Yeah, he did The Holiday. He's done like a couple here and there. I was going to say Robert Pattinson, but I don't think Twilight counts. No. So (laughs) I know he's British, but I think we were robbed from Idris Elba not doing any f***ing rom-coms. True. You could have been great. So... Yeah, I, I think Sam Claffin might be the guy to kind of wedge that in there and be like, I'm, I'm going to just be the British guy who does rom-coms for a little bit. I think that's a good point. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> so if you've enjoyed this, please uh, follow us on Spotify, which is probably how you're listening to us right now. As well, give us a follow on Instagram at Rom-Com Rewind. Uh, we like to post things about future movies that we're going to be doing, so we'll keep you updated. You can join the conversation about what we should be doing. And yeah, this has been uh, the Rom-Com Rewind podcast of Love Wedding Repeats. Thanks for listening.